You wanted the best. You got the best. In strong language and adult content. The hottest podcast in the world. Slowly we rock. Hey. How's it going, everybody? I'm great. How are you? I feel fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I feel I feel better now. I, 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 I honestly think it's a miracle this episode is even happening, but the events of last night need to be documented, so... Yeah, yeah. just evidence more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, what can I say? I'm James. I'm Dan. I'm Lewis. Last night we went to see Machine Fucking Head, and this is the Slowly We Rock podcast. Cue intro. Cue intro, yeah. <laughs> Are we good? We've already done the intro. We've already done the intro. Oh, okay, cool. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really fucking suffering. Yeah. Um, how were how, how you feeling this morning when you woke up? Fine. You were okay? Just like a normal day? I was ready. Fuck me. Yeah. I th- but I, I do worry how long I've just been living on uh, just a kind of perma hangover. Exactly. Yeah. I think that one day I'm just going to wake up completely uh, clean of any yeah. kind of booze or anything and just... It's just gonna kill me. Well, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what happened to Lemmy. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Well, he was like, "Yeah, you don't get hangovers if you uh, if you don't sober up, if you don't stop drinking." I imagine literally he just like didn't drink for a day. He went to the doctors and like, "Oh mate, you're fucked." <laughs> yeah, you There's that episode you of Archer it. where he has to sober up, but yeah. he, he has to do it by drinking sort of week on week alcoholic drinks because <laughs> if he just goes off, if he goes cold turkey, the collective hangover would murder him. So he starts weaning himself on. Uh, Bloody Mary. So I knew I was still drunk this morning when I woke up after, after the machine head gig we went to last night because I set my alarm clock, woke up just before I went to take a shower and as I walked back into my room my alarm clock was going and I started doing the soldier boy tell him Superman dance <laughs> to the <night> for an <laughs> Oh, and thank what? you for sharing that. Yeah. What is your alarm? Is it Soldier it's just, Boy? It's just the iTunes, the iPhone alarm. Oh, it's not even Soldier Boy. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just, but I was, I was in a towel and I just walked to my room. I went, like, I sort of put my finger in there, like, I know that song. I just started, like, <laughs> dancing from left to right. Wow. Doing the like, Superman thing. And then I was like, then I kind of like exhaled and smelt my breath. <laughs> and I wanted to die inside. I was like, yeah. I felt very thankful to have a day off today. Well, it was just a coincidence, but <laughs> it felt great to have a day off. Yeah. So I woke up and I went back to sleep. Uh, how about you? You were okay. Yeah, you just absolutely fine. Just deal with this shit, man. It's oh, only I beer. Can't. Yeah, I mean, once you hear that dick. It won't kill you. You had that two pointer, that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Although you gave me a bit of it very generously. Uh, so it was yeah. about 1.75 pint of you. So, yeah, last night, uh, the Slowly We Rock crew, this is our first gig we went to together in a while, actually. Yeah. yeah. But we went to an evening with Machine Head at the O2 Academy in Bristol, where Machine Head basically played for about two and a half hours without any support acts, no one for anything. They just kind of came on stage and just. Did basically the Bruce Springsteen of metal shows. Just went on and on. But I had a fucking great time. Great. I loved it. Yeah. It was amazing. It didn't um, drag over, which already might do. Yeah. It, it was brilliant. I think that might be the single best example I've seen of how to flog a turd. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Because it was like a really fucking great show. Even a lot of the new songs from Catharsis sounded all right live. Yeah. And I listened to that album today, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, I... <laughs> well, anyway. there's, there's a couple of tracks on there. There's a couple, actually, the, yeah. The opener's good, I like that. I, 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 actually, no, I was probably being a little unfair on it, I, but it's definitely not the Machine album I wanted or asked for. No. Um, and I can't believe the, they didn't... Yeah. <laughs> they didn't consult you. Uh, unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they still pay me this consultancy fee. So they, yeah. It's a bit like when you have to give medicine to a pet. They sort of... You mix in the medicine into the... The, the, the food for the uh, dog likes. Yeah. So they just did that with the new songs. Yeah, there we yeah, go. They would sandwich it in between like delicious um, old songs so mm. that you wouldn't notice <laughs> yeah. until it was too late. It, it was kind of a weird show though, because I mean, not weird, but they played so much good, like at the older stuff of the last few albums as well. And then right in the middle of it, like just some real clunkers from Catharsis. But 
but we might never see Rob Flynn uh, drop the N bomb on stage again. Not for lack of trying. <laughs> like he's going to introduce it. To yeah. All of, yeah, he's going to add it into all of the songs. Yeah, like, it works. The first change, time yeah. worked. He's going to change ten ton hammers to ten ton. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> a very fat black man. <laughs> Start making jokes about white wine on stage. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. jeez. Um, he went to destroy the Anselmo, not join him. <laughs> <laughs> you were the chosen one. <laughs> um, one thing that I noticed last night, um, and this is going to sound really weird, Machine Head mm-hmm. has become incredibly handsome. I think they've been like, yeah, like fine wine. Yeah. I think they found their look. Phil Demmel looked amazing. He looked fucking incredible. Yeah. He, I, I kept thinking about that, actually. He looked fucking majestic. Didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Beard, Phil. Just keep... My, my beard is yeah. great, man. I think Rob Flynn's finally found his... Because he's had this look for a while now. Yeah. Where he definitely was a chameleon for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bandanas and blonde hair. And <laughs> he used to have cornrows as well. Cornrows. Like, in, the, in the video for the video, <laughs> yeah. he's got cornrows. Honestly, like... If you look closely at the beginning of Black Panther when they're in Oakland in the 90s, you can probably see Rob hustling. <laughs> it's quite nice to like, want that now, basically, you can actually be in a metal band and look like you're in a metal band, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think maybe uh, like 15 years ago or so, when a lot of like metalcore stuff was coming out, yeah. everyone, everyone kind of looked like the fans and stuff. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily mind that, I think it's, it's, but like I quite like that you can have that look and presence about you. Like... Everyone just gets long hair, beards, like, actually get some good stage gear and stuff like that, yeah. you know. Rather than it, look, everyone's looking like they come straight from the dressing room. I know what you mean. They, but they looked fucking amazing and they sounded so good. It was but, unbelievable, the sound yeah. quality. Uh, yeah. Generally, nothing was muddy, nothing, like, like, the mixing sounded perfect. I think Phil's guitar was a little bit quiet at the start. It, yeah. But yeah. then they, they just boosted it. They certainly sorted that out, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He it was, was amazing. I mean, they were all really good last night, but I thought... Yeah, over, Phil Dammel really Phil Dammel in particular, sure. it was absolutely on fire. Mm. They should probably just open every set with Imperium. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why it's they like the perfectly written uh, opening track. Yeah. Really. And like, I thought Rob Flynn's vocals sounded amazing. Well, as I can't well. how long he was doing it for. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes I can I find on some songs his voice to be a little bit grating, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel at all live. Like no. I felt really. And I, I'd, I'd only ever seen them at, um, I seen Sport Metallica at Wembley. And I saw them at Sonosphere, so I've never seen mm. them in a small venue. Yeah. Um, and that made all the difference as well. It was really cool just to see them. I mean, yeah. it's the most machine head you're ever going to see as well. It is. So yeah, you're sort of in for a penny, in for a pound. Also, like, doing these two and a half hour sets, like, they've also been doing them, like, back to back as well. Like, they did Cardiff the night before. Yeah. Uh, Bristol last night, Birmingham tonight. Just mm. non-stop. And they've um, done Southampton as well. Yeah, Southampton. Yeah. Like, it's, that's insane that they could be playing for, like, two and a half hours every night. Fair fucking fair. Yeah, keeping it up. It was, yeah, fucking incredible. Highlight any favourite songs from the set? I like Bastards. I liked it when you said the N-word. Right, okay, cool. Can you <laughs> yeah. talk about Bastards and how we... Yeah. I still can't believe it. Because, like, God, I, I, so I was listening to Catharsis today, because I think we've even talked about it on earlier episodes. I don't know if they've been uploaded yet. Yeah. But I just had this, like... It, it wasn't even a premonition. I just had this, like, feeling. I was like... I'm not going to be into this record. I can tell yeah. everything I've heard isn't quite grabbing me. Was it the album artwork? That that is that stood out. Yeah, that kind of Roadrunner records, 2002. That's the thing. Spine shank. It feels weirdly X. dated. Yeah, it, like everything about even the uh, the synths and all the strings and that sound kind of cheap. Yeah, especially compared to um, like the last single they did. Is there anybody out there? Nah. Yeah. All of the orchestration on that sounded amazing. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of the guys that does. Is Joel on a sec? Maybe. Mm, okay. Maybe he does a podcast. Um, the URM Academy. You told me about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like for production yeah. nerds, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, cool. And he did it, and it <laughs> shout sounds, out. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. It just sounds fucking great. But on this, I don't know. Everything just sounds. Yeah. Kind of. Off. It's just such a weird album because, I mean, I keep thinking about it. It's like, are we on the verge of like a new metal revival? I feel, it like it's, I feel like yeah, it's. I feel like yeah, like bands like King Eight Ten are yeah. really blowing up. Machine Head have kind of gone back to this sound, uh, and also all these bands are taking like a real critical mauling as well. Like, <laughs> so, so yeah, maybe. Like, I did love it when they did From This Day. Yeah, I admit, that was so much fun because. Because he raps on that one. Yeah, that's but, what I mean. oh, but yeah. he kind of toned it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I forgot about but that. 
I think that song works just because of the big chorus. Mm. I think yeah, just really... it's got a huge chorus, yeah. I like the fact that it's, it's weird because it's like, it also, in the breakdown of it, he sings the chorus of Tent on Hammer, which just reminded me of thinking, oh, yeah. oh, Tent on Hammer is a much better song. But then they just went straight into Tent on Hammer. Yeah. Uh, I lost my shit. <laughs> I was like, air guitar and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, actually just doing the motion now. <laughs> he is, I can feel the back of my neck yeah, actually hurting. Yeah. He is, he's banging his head. Yeah. That's, that's what you call it, isn't it? Yes, uh, yeah, like a tent on hammer. They ended yeah. with <laughs> Halo. Oh, God, everyone, is, everyone was just waiting for it. I know, yeah. it's yeah. the best. It's the best song on that album, I think, and it's, one of the best ones they've ever done. Yeah, I would say it's probably top five machine heads. So songs. good. Incredible. And his sound bat sounds incredible as well. Yeah. Especially the harmonies. Yeah. 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 Fucking big tunes. But Fast as an album, I listened to it, I had to do it in two parts because it's so fucking long as well. Is it 70 minutes? It's like 73 minutes. Mm. It's like 15 songs. I think that's kind of slightly to its detriment as well because it's so weird because it's front loaded with a lot of the weird stuff where like Triple Beam, which oh, is... Gosh. We played that last night. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And you know, actually, that's on a really good life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what I think it's yeah. good life. Okay, okay, question number one. Yeah. What is a Triple Beam? I don't know, but I know that it's the second song he mentions getting his dick sucked in. <laughs> in a row. album? Or? In a row. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, California Bleeding. He also yeah. talks about getting his getting dick sucked in. Getting a head down nearby the, Fres uh, the Fresno sign? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Do you know there's one of those like, blue placards next to that sign? Rob Flynn got head here at this date. Rob Flynn nutted here. Triple beam balance is an instrument used to measure mass very precisely. Uh, oh so fuck because it's about him drug dealing yeah oh. okay right that makes sense cool I okay, that's actually that's, that's, that's actually really good yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he was just talking about like how like yeah like walking a tightrope yeah my life's pretty fucking crazy guys I thought it was the um, you know the the athletics horse that you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was yeah. that and then I remember that's just called horse yeah just yeah. a horse mate <laughs> yeah. or high beam or a high there you oh, go three, there you go three yeah. of them. which is a different thing but um, I mean it's not I wouldn't say it was likely Rob Flynn would be singing about gymnastics well uh, he's a man of many talents I really hope on the next album he manages to talk about getting a blowjob on every single track like yeah, um, I think the, the book, the book Cherry concept album we've gone quite a long time about mentioning Book Cherry I think I think we've ever mentioned yeah. Book Cherry on this podcast and that's it I don't think we should again either yeah. cool. <laughs> okay that's a fucking landmark um, I was not expecting that yeah where were you when they mentioned Buck Cherry <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone will remember what, what they were doing at the time god I've never hated a song as much as I hate Crazy Bitch Ugh. I like I say it all the time but I need this actually on record like so anyone who listens knows Crazy Bitch might be one of my absolute least favourite songs of all time <laughs> I hate it with every fibre of my body yeah it's toilet music it's so <laughs> I saw them uh, I saw them play that. We saw. Uh, went down to London to see Steel Panther. Yeah. Unfortunately, Buckcherry were opening. Oh. Um, also, Bowling for Soup were amazing. I've heard Bowling for Soup. I've heard that. So good. The reason why I, I don't like Bowling for Soup because I think that a band of that quality should should not be taking the piss out of Limp Biscuit as often <laughs> as they do. <laughs> um, but I I watched them live and they had a giant inflatable sheep on stage and I was like. I'm drunk and this is dumb. Yeah, I'm it was. Board with this. <coughs> really that sounds fun. great. But yeah. we saw, oh God, Buck Cherry played and it felt like forever. <laughs> and then finally they did the hit. Yeah. Um, and they did a, I want to say roughly nine, ten minute version of Crazy Bitch. Oh. They did something similar when we saw them at um, oh. Hellfest. Right? At Hellfest. Really? Yeah, they did Just sort of a breakdown. Yeah, big yeah. breakdown. We kept going, Crazy Bitch. Yeah, it's like that 20 <laughs> minute version of... Like trying to build it back up again. Yeah. But it went on for ages. We deliberately made sure we saw them do that for some reason as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't want to watch it and then I think people were like, no, no, let's just... Let's I mean, go me and Dave to, would have dragged let's you Let's go back too. to the main stage, Jim. I think there's some actually much cooler on. Yeah, me, Dave um, and Tom dragged It's kind of like that 20 minute version of Seek and Destroy on the Metallica live albums where we just jump into the crowd with a microphone except it's just him walking crazy crazy bitch crazy bitch like just, yeah. just reminiscing all the times that he like had sex because I refuse to believe that even members of that band have heard that song and thought I wish there was more of this yeah, <laughs> yeah. or just anyone who's ever heard the song um, no one's ever said that they, they had a song they did like a oh, I'm so glad we've suddenly just gone into yeah. this tangent about but, uh, but, but they did, so they they, they did a EP called like the fuck EP or sing along those lines that's, that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> and 
every song had the, the word fuck in the title and they did a that's, um, bro that's dope bro yeah. <laughs> that's dope bro yeah. why that, is their that, name a spoonerism of Chuck Berry why because it's dope bro it's dope yeah but none yeah, of the music it remotely it. sounds like yeah but that music gets you up to your nuts and guts son <laughs> uh. like they're upset they upset themselves as the band is so different to the reality like, but also <laughs> they, they think they are like Pre-appetite for destruction, Mr. Brownstone, yeah. Night Train, Guns and Roses. Yeah. When, you- uh, when actually, uh, they're like maybe not even Poison. Oh, they're not even Poison. Because I, I actually like some Poison songs. No, they're. Um, mm, I would say they're Mark Slaughter. <laughs> he's he's the singer. Word for it. He's the singer from Slaughter. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Slaughter are. I, 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 okay. I feel it, like um, late eighties band called Slaughter could go two ways. One, it could be a Florida death metal band, yep. and they could be fucking awesome. It's not that. Or it could be a real shit glam <laughs> rock band that now, maybe had one semi big hit. Talk to me, Jim. Talk to me. American. Okay, come on. What Slaughter's big hit? They're American Slaughter. They, they must be. Yeah, well, you don't know. Be. No. Why is it? You Why some super fan you are? Why is it? Take that slaughter t-shirt off now. Florida death metal band. Slaughter should be a Florida death metal yeah. band. Why aren't yeah. Why are Lewis? But it must, must, also Mark Slaughter. Mark Slaughter. <laughs> is that his? Is that his real name? Is his first name Marks? I mean, his last name is Lauter. <laughs> Mark S. Slaughter. Yeah. Um, that's such, that's cooler. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, yeah, but okay, that's just laughter. They brought out a um, an EP called the Fuck LP or something like that, and it they they did a cover of uh, this pop song. I, I think it's called like it was like Iconic oh. Pop. Uh, I don't care. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's actually. Do you know what? It's a really good cover live. That was really really good. It is, it's, oh man. This is and gonna end. This is gonna end. You, you always do this. Let's end up you defending. You're gonna go native, aren't you? Yeah. You're actually brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I like, the whole thing on it was, it's a bunch of like 40 year old men pretending they're like 25 in 1986 <laughs> that, <you> think <laughs> saying the word fuck is edgy and cool well that's what they did for that cover wasn't it didn't they just uh, put the F word in it yeah like, yeah so they're saying right. I don't I care I said fuck it or something like yeah. that yeah do they yeah then it's got a bit of like whittly I don't guitar know. it sounds a bit I, like do you know what, I think so I've listened to like, those songs <laughs> Like more of my own accord like crazy bitch if you go to a rock pub or club you will, you'll yeah. hear that song when I heard the song Fuck It, I went, oh, this fucking sucks. Then maybe an hour later, I was like, mm, I'm going to listen to this again. <laughs> like a week later, oh, that song really annoyed me. Let me just put it on to annoy myself. <laughs> like I was winding myself up. It's like the equivalent of me like flicking my own ear or something like that. Black laced or, your own ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like maybe like, um, you know, like a sibling just like maybe goes right up to you and like sticks a finger in your face but isn't touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching <laughs> yeah. you. I would do that with Book Cherry's music. I would like put it on and just see how long I could go without just like pissing myself off. Um, fuck that band. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're, so to, you're so damn hard to please, we've got to kill this switch. I'm from the 70s and you're a crazy bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because of that song, Crazy Bitch. Crazy Bitch, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that his Twitter bio? <laughs> uh, that could well be, couldn't it? No, that's just, that's the lyrics they changed on that. And also, he, yeah, that's I don't in, care. That's in Latin. He said, I love class, it. That's his CV. Because I mean, yeah, kind of, I kind of put one is, I don't care. I love it or something like that. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Their one is just, I don't care, say fuck it. Oh, I mean, God. there's a big refrain of say it fuck is. it, say fuck it. Edge. Uh, Edge, lords. Yeah, I think that's what I absolutely hate about it. Um, so, wait, Slaughter, go back to Slaughter. Just eight is cockrock. Does he spell Mark with a C or a K? But. Do you know what? I'm going to guess K. I feel like it's a K. Mm. Um, a C would be cool. I mean, everyone listening is going to want to know, so. Yeah. yeah, I know it's the big questions. Mark. Slaughter. <laughs> See, if he's got a Google okay. alert for himself, he's going to be over the moon. <laughs> okay, hang on. Let, let me just try and. Um, I, Slaughter. I feel they would play at that like weird eighties rock festival you went to, that classic rock festival you went to at Butlins. They might have done. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> well, they'll be on. They'll be headlining next year. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We've just fucking great. Vinnie Vincent calls Mark Slaughter a no talent individual who can't sing. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Wait, um, Vinnie Vincent from Kiss. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and also the then? Vinnie Vincent invasion. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, of course. I don't know what you did. <laughs> you should have said that instead of Kiss, then I'd known who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we saw Bangle Machine Head. Yeah, we saw we saw Machine Head. Did um, we? <laughs> uh. Yeah, because I, I listened to 
to you catharsis today and I think it it probably is better on subsequent listens like once you realise what they're doing yeah it's quite um, a jarring change from yeah. the previous like I actually I really like I really like the title track I've had that in my head all day since I've listened to it hmm. it does the one thing in it though the title track which I feel like nearly every British metalcore band does which is where they basically scream the line which is going to be on the t-shirt before going into a breakdown yeah uh, and he does like feel my catharsis yeah but like every single but you say that. every architect song, every single like Bury Tomorrow song, every single Bring Me the Horizon song. But you that. say that Machine Head pretty much invented that out with um, Let Freedom Ring with a Shotgun yeah. Blast. That's Dominion. like the perfect fucking yeah. line. Yep, it's, it's a fucking cool line. It's it's fucking yeah, incredible. But, yeah, um, I think that had an edge to it though. Yeah, it's gritty and real. I think this one suffers um, from Matt Tuckerism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know if you've checked your Webster's yeah. dictionary. Uh, that had incredibly weak Yeah, Do- Dr. Blake, tell me <laughs> about what? your. Uh... Is that when you have an incredibly weak singing voice? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no? Or it's where you sing an American accent even though you're from the valleys. Um, please, Dr. Blake, tell me about your research you've been conducting in Geneva. <laughs> okay, your, well, uh, yeah. Tucker Syndrome. First gents, welcome to the clinic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Matt Tucker is. Dr. Feelgood, we'll see you now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Matt Tuckerism is Dr. Filger's definitely a war criminal like you can tell <laughs> <laughs> what he's like uh, persona, what? Lewis's persona of Dr. Filger oh right I thought Dr. Filger was like Lawrence Olivier in um, in oh, what's it Marathon Marathon man. fucking yeah, hell yeah he's like a Nazi doctor he's like trying to get some he's basically instead of getting diamonds he's trying to get cocaine <laughs> yeah. uh, so gentlemen scholars yes yeah, yeah. hello uh, Matt Tuckerism is what happens when you um, you come out of a real big successful album that's full of real you know angst, real anger, real yeah. emotion, and it really carries. And it's one of those biggest selling points of that album. It establishes yeah. you mm-hmm. the poison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then big album. you get successful, and you've got a lot less to be angry about. Yeah. So I, you have to feign anger. I, I call it Jay-Z syndrome. Yeah. Like, what do you do once you've made it to the top? Like, how do you... I mean, all bands go through it at some point. Yeah. And Unless I think, you're Maiden, and then you just raid a library. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's it. When you're doing more, like, true-to-self um, writing, mm-hmm. yeah. then it's always kind of... It's, there's always that risk that that yeah. could happen. But I think the difference between this and the last few albums is that maybe where this is more personal... Mm. Um, and more kind of like biographical yeah it feels like he's pretending to be angry yeah definitely Machine Head I think have always been a band where they're at their best and they've got their backs to the wall 100% um, like yep. co- coming out in like the early mid 90s they were like hungry as fuck yeah um, when Through the Ashes of Empires came out like they had been written off they'd been dropped by Roadrunner mm-hmm. they didn't even have a record label in their yeah, own the country the jump from Supercharger to that yeah. album is, is um, and like if, actually if you, if you and that was that was when Handsome Demo joined. Yeah, that's it. If you get the chance and you can find a copy of their um, Elegies live album, or live DVD even, there's a really good documentary about going from being dropped by Roadrunner to getting oh, re-signed fuck. by Roadrunner and having the album re-released. They must have felt very smug about getting re-signed by Roadrunner. Yeah. yeah. Um, Are we still on Roadrunner now? Or? No. So they, oh, they're they, not. So Roadrunner basically... Roadrunner sold... Because it was an independent label for yeah. years, it then sold or got bought out by Warner Music, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and when that happened, a lot of people, a lot of bands left. Like the really big ones, like Slipknot, because um, they also signed some real big bands as well. But like you, Nickelback, Slipknot, like um, Dream Theater, like Megadeth signed, to, the, the, Opeth signed. They all stayed. The on. guy went to um, Toxic, no Nuclear Blast. So Monty Connor, who's like the A and R guy, who if you ever look, just look at the bands he's signed. It's he made that incredible. fucking label. He made that label, yeah. yeah. Like, it's a who's who. Like, he signed uh, Killswitch, he signed Machine Head, he signed Fear Factory, uh, Typo Negative, Sepultura, um, Slipknot. It's Literally, up. every one of those bands that you just said was a pioneer. Yeah. It's insane. Um, the, of, like, a whole fucking yeah. genre, you know? The guy's fucking incredible. Mm, yeah. um, Did he invent the Digipack? That's the real, <laughs> <laughs> that's the real question. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the tour edition Digipack with bonus remixes. Class, but you'll never listen yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then he, he left Roadrunner when they uh, signed when they merged with Warner 
and he basically set up or he joined Nuclear Blast, mm-hmm. set up Nuclear Blast America, and then off the back of that, Machine Head signed to Nuclear Blast, I believe, and also in America at least, and also like Slayer signed to him as well, cool. a whole bunch of bands. Um, so they basically went with the dude who knew what he was doing. Yeah. But um, if you can, yeah, if you can find a copy of that DVD, it's fucking great. And also the live shows from like Brixton Academy, and it's cool. just off. Sweet. Yeah, uh, and they're doing a lot of stuff off Free uh, Ashes Empire, and they only really play Imperium off that now. But that whole album is like a killer comeback album, which I think yeah. gets slightly overshadowed because of the blackening. I um, think it gets slightly overshadowed by Imperium. Because mm-hmm. genuinely, yeah. I was listening to it the other day. And no and song is as big as Imperium. No, it, yeah. that like there's a very dip, compared to the blackening where every single track is yeah. just a hundred percent you know balling. Yeah, um, that one really does stand out as being. Yeah. Just Absolutely. fucking super. I think they know that as well. Like, yeah. yeah. When they yeah. were getting to do the the bit uh, with the harmonies at the end of uh, Imperium, he was like really building up to the crowd. Yeah. Like I think they know. Yeah. Yeah. You know they, they know by now what to feels it. What people well. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The drums. It's what everyone's waiting for. When the uh, when the super, the fast riff kicks in, mm. Dave McLean basically he sounds like his drum kit's falling apart. He's going so fast. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> but um, the black thing as well. Again, they they had set like you know these expectations. What they're going to do next. And you know, kind of t- caught a lot of people off guard by how far they could go, and then they're living up to that pressure. And now they're almost in a weird position where, as a band, I think they're almost like quite comfortable. Not, not necessarily stop that they're not still hungry because I think, but like they, they've had like what five hit records by you know Machine Head standards. Yeah. In a row, they don't have to worry about getting day jobs again now. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like if you if you listen to God, so the documentary, I can't recommend it enough. Um, people thought Machine Head were pretty much over. Like, Rob Flynn was actually asked by Drowning Paul to sing for them after their frontman died. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, like, that close. They were literally, like, they were even thinking... <laughs> I mean, I could kind of see it. Yeah. Then, like... They were, like, thinking of considering, like, changing the band name, just starting over again, because they thought, like, Machine Head as a band were just completely fucking done. Wow. Uh, yeah. But now, like, I mean, I don't, I couldn't tell you, like, what their life is like, you know, day to day. But, like, they're, they, they're selling out tours. They're selling merch. They, they've got a career. They're selling out tours that are based around them playing for two and a half hours yeah, without ex- any support. I mean, that's... That's insane, It's got yeah. to be a vote of confidence. I was listening to um, Talk is Jericho today yeah. with um, M. Shadows uh, yeah. from Avenge. And he was talking about when they announced that tour with Metallica. Yeah. Uh, Lance called him up and was like, cool, you guys want a tour? Cool. They announced it and it, the whole thing sold out worldwide in 10 minutes. Mm. And he was saying that Lars, you know, how many fucking gigs have Metallica sold out? Yeah. How many will they continue to do so? Exactly, yeah. Was so unbelievably pumped and excited yeah. about that. Oh, wow. And he said, he was like, well, that's crazy, man. And he's like, dude, he's like, that's how you know that it's fucking, you know, big deal. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So he's still excited by things like that. So for Machine Head to get that feeling from a gig that is purely on their yeah, own merit right. and no one else Absolutely. must be the must best be and you can tell man. they're enjoying yeah. doing yeah. it as well like yeah. I got that vibe from <clears throat> yeah they looked like they were it didn't feel so much like fun at all. on stage yeah. yeah they really did like those guys like well they've been they've been in it like even like because Rob Flynn's the only original member left like even the, yeah. the longest standing member like Adam D he left like, a couple of albums or got kicked out a couple of albums ago uh, but like Dave McLean's been in there since the second album like it, those guys like genuinely feel like yeah. a legitimate brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. It's, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's quite. It is, and it shows on stage definitely. But like, yeah, with this, I don't feel like as a band they've got their back to the wall anymore. They've like they've been critical darlings, like because they used to get slated, even like first of, like after burn my eyes, like more things change, people start slating. Yeah. Them. Um, but I feel like yeah, they've they've not had their backs against the wall in a while, and they've been kind of riding a wave and. So it's it's just with this new album, I think like maybe it needs some of that like fire. Yeah, I agree, and I think it's probably why they did such a big deliberate change. I think because yeah, they could be in danger of coasting on that style they had for the last yeah. four albums. Well, I think the problem like they're their own worst enemy because they wrote one of the best heavy metal albums of all time. I think they wrote two of them. I think Burn My Eyes is like one of the best oh, metal yeah, albums yeah, in yeah. the '90s. Um, yeah. easily like mm. it's fucking incredible it's a, it's a d- definitely a different vibe yeah like a lot more chugging but if you go to but the Blackening, Blackening yeah unbelievable album I remember how excited we were when that came out I think we put it on 
at the shop we were working in, and it was just like insane, absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Pretty much, it was one of the uh, it was one of the first screamy things. Okay, that I ever kind of got into. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, but it's probably the first one actually. Mm. Um, it's probably it just, a good one though. It's quite a good transitional. Yeah, uh, and it, just, it just blew my fucking mind because I'd never heard anything kind of you know really yeah. like it. And it still is its own thing. It's, you know what I mean? If you yeah. if you write a riff or something like that, it's, it just sounds like Machine Head. Yeah, definitely. But I think their problem was that that was so fucking incredible that then Locust went completely by the wayside, and that was superb. Yeah, like I remember it when, was criminally when, when Locust came out. Like I guess it still did the business for them, but I remember people were saying. Yeah, it's shit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, yeah, there's no good songs on it apart from uh, the title track and uh, the darkness within and um, <laughs> the, oh, the, the opening song and the one after that. I'm like, well, it's seven songs and you've named like fucking four of them. Yeah. Half an album already. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird, man. But then Bloodstone and Diamonds. Yeah. That's the one I saw. I didn't listen to that. I didn't realise it had come out and. Yeah. I think I just lost track of them for a while. Really good. Really Great good album. album. Also, too, yeah. too long. Yeah. Too long. I reckon yeah. take, take maybe what? Cut two, two, cut two songs off it, I would say. Yeah. Get you'd get rid of... Um, there's one where they try and do a realise, realise, realise kind of thing again. Imaginary Cells. Okay. It's literally the same thing, like, just a kind of cool riff with lots of people talking over it. Yeah. Um, I think you could cut that one out, and there's probably one or two towards the back end, which you don't really need. Um, I think some of the stuff on that, though, like, uh, Sail Into the Black. Fucking, fucking and incredible. Also, it's, it's a great like, album. That, yeah. It's got that, like, kind of, like throat like oh yeah oh. melodies the way it builds it's so inventive mm. like one thing like i do like about rob flynn like in the last like few albums is like as a vocalist like he's you know definitely improved head over tails but also he's really adventurous yeah what he does like the the opening like kind of choir bit at the beginning of uh i am hell on into the locust mm -hmm. is amazing um i think some of the stuff he does yeah on like sail to the black as well like just really out of the box ideas you wouldn't expect from you know like effectively like yeah like fresh groove band. And I think with that album as well, it I think the reason that that kind of kicked up a lot more of a fuss than Locust was Locust to me did feel like the second half of the Blackening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a continuation of that style, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whereas this, yeah. they are trying a lot, a lot more. Yeah. Um, Ghost will haunt my bones. Fucking incredible. So yeah. good. Um, so good. Night of the Long Knives as well. Amazing. Shout out to Polanski. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Ruben Polanski and Charles Manson in that yeah. song. <laughs> shout, yeah. shout out to your criminals. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it's about, it's about uh, it's Manson a Manson family. family uh, okay. Shannon Tate. I can't remember what the exact lyric is, but he specifically screams Roman Polanski. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> wow. That's incredible. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I'm, 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 I'm hope for the next album as a follow-up... Uh, to like you know uh, maybe about Bill Cosby it's about screaming Wines. it's about people being kicked out of the academy of uh, screaming arts. Cosby into the wind oh yeah. shit we've mentioned Bill Cosby so many so times on this podcast much. I know yeah. well, he's I know. finally going to get convicted isn't he in September they announced it today oh, well, he's going to okay. get sentenced so yeah, yeah fuck him good um, piece of shit <laughs> just in case anyone thought we thought <laughs> yeah. yeah listen guys uh, we need to really establish our stance here yeah. on, on every metal podcast criminals, is going to be talking yeah. about Cosby the one thing again the length of uh, Catharsis definitely works against it like 15 songs is too many yeah. is too long but there's and especially because the weird thing is like all of the kind of more divisive material is bang up front so you've got like triple beam California bleeding like bastards in the middle mm. When you get to the back half of it, it's kind of like, it's definitely a more like stripped down, accessible machine head, but it's actually quite standard machine head. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, you, I, you, you know, don't, I actually didn't listen to like the last three tracks. Yeah, but like, you, you don't know because it's just, it's such a long album. Yeah. But there's a song on there called, um, I think it's called like Heavy. Uh, it's Heavy Lies of the Crown. Heavy Lies the Crown, which is genuinely amazing. Like probably the best song on the whole album. Uh, but like, oh no, I've heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I did listen to that one. But like, it's, it's, it's real long. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it, it feels more like kind of locust blackening type stuff. But it's got yeah, it's got some really cool guitar harmonies and stuff. But it's it's towards the end of what is an already long album. In fact, if anything, that actually feels like it was the album closer. Then they stuck like three or four songs on the end. In mm. fact, I mean that's track eleven. Exactly. Yeah. There's like three more, like four more songs after that. But I think the part, part of my problem, ah, do you know what's, do you know what's also really sad, guys? I don't want to break any hearts with this no, one. Sorry, mate. Us not enjoying this because yeah. of personal tastes. Yeah. Um, 
is basically going to condemn us from Rob Flynn forever. He's going to oh, fucking hate not. us now. Oh, no. Rob, we, I like we love the you. vast majority of your back catalog. Yeah, I would say we've been singing, <laughs> please, Rob, we've been singing your praises for yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, every, everyone makes a misstep now and again. But um, then also, you do have a song where the lyrics are, we're going west, like rats, we come to infest, we never rest, feed on the fucking stress. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we're, we're screwed. Sorry, Rob, we take it back. We're Sorry, screwed. Rob, yeah, yeah. What happened to you, man? The cat's on yeah. the mat. I got like him calling out Disneyland as well. <laughs> about time too, right? What did you say about Disneyland? Uh, he says, uh, <laughs> this, this is my problem. Hello. The lyrics are kind of real basic, but like, uh, basic, but like very teenage angsty like they I don't are, care what they? you think mum and dad yeah um, sorry Rob so this so this line <laughs> is don't give a fuck if I'm banned the fucking rodents down at Disneyland <laughs> <laughs> highway 5 down to 99 I'm getting head near the Fresno sign uh, how do you get banned from Disney? is he saying you got banned from Disneyland um possibly yeah it doesn't say well, I don't know he just says don't give a fuck if I'm banned I makes you yeah. think he got banned somehow from Disneyland or unless hang on unless that the should be a um, four, and then it's don't give a fuck if I'm banned for fucking rodents down at Disneyland. Oh, that makes more sense. Um, and he might have just nailed Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, like, oh man, ruffling for a shade. Slams Mickey Mouse. He had an affair with Minnie Mouse, and then <laughs> Mickey found out and banned him. Uh, do you know what? Beyond the Pale is quite a good one. Rob, like, your music's awesome. I, it's like the third track in. Like, I'm gonna, you, like, you have to talk about that, but it sounds so much like Strapping Young Lads Love. Really? Uh, yeah, diddle-diddle-loon, diddle-diddle-loon. But um, that's how that song goes, by the way. But um, yeah, that, that one's actually grown on me. California Bleeding, so weird. It, that song as well, that and Triple Beam, feel like they're maybe like three minutes longer than they actually are. I think it, both songs yeah. are like four or five minutes long. It feels like you're listening to like an eight-minute long song. Yeah, I, like, it's, no, I, I was going to say that it's not a bad album, but it's definitely a bad album. It's um, not a good album. Uh, I, I absolutely hate Bastards. I think it fucking sucks. Yeah, I, I think I think his heart is in the right place in what he's trying to say. I like, mean, dropping the M bomb and the F bomb as well, actually. Yeah, and also yeah. I get I get the the meaning behind it, but like like because I think I was reading an interview with him as well. He was like, yeah, it was basically after waking up the morning after the U.S. Yeah. elections and yeah. seeing Donald Trump become president, and just sitting down with his wife and his kids, like, oh, what the hell do we do now? He and said he said it was uh, him explaining to his kids that, like sometimes the bad guys win. Yeah, which is fuck like. And when you do... The, the lyrics to that, actually, are really good. And he said that he kind of just wrote it as a poem. Yeah. Just to kind of get that out of his system. Yeah, yeah. And reading it, it's really good. Um, yeah, I... Yeah. It and it's really got the is. best intention as well, I yeah. think. Yeah. I listened to a bit of Supercharger as well today. There's one... They've been all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a very dark place. He's been place. choosing to listen to like yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a weird thing he does on nearly every track on that album... Where he says, yes, when he speaks yeah, like no, this, yeah, and then guess, oh, he's with screwed. Yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, he, he, Sorry, de- he definitely didn't take any advice from Tazon Day and move away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's a thing he does where, like, Tazon Day. Fucking hell. Well done, Jim. We've got a our finger on the pulse. If you don't know who Tazon Day is, ask your parents. Cutting edge material here. He's from old internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from internet one. Yeah. That was like probably about five videos on YouTube. What it was, right? And Tazon Day in a parody was like half of them. I shared a phone line with your internet. So, but he does this weird thing where before every track, he maybe like does like a little like, ha ha, or... Oh yeah! Give me like Will Smith. Yeah, he's just like every song, like like he's he's almost like, you fucking idiot! You bought this album, bulldozer. That is genuinely a shitty album. I think I think Catharsis is actually better than Supercharger. Yeah, like Catharsis actually has some moments I like in it. I just I felt with Supercharger, they didn't know what they wanted to do. But yeah, again, I think that's that's my. Probably like my biggest takeaway, uh, or like, from Catharsis as well, is like Catharsis. Maybe it's them capitalizing on the fact that they've had some really acclaimed albums. Yeah, it feels like a very conceited attempt uh, at the more mainstream. To yeah, me. Uh, the songs are shorter. They've they evoke that kind of like slightly new metally feel that like you know bands like say even like Five Finger Death Punch and stuff like that have. 
Are they less complex than... Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't necessarily have to keep writing, like, fucking hate... I mean, God, it'd be great if you just wrote, like, eight more Halos. That'd be amazing. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, do that. give me... Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. no. I just yeah. can't have eight more Halos, please. Yeah, I'm not sure but what like, That's there. boring for him. That's yes, boring for them. Exactly, like, yeah. Like, everyone they've done this different yeah. style. But, um, Absolutely, but... I think every time they've made that sort of, like, attempt... They've gone to that slightly more commercial sound. It's always felt too deliberate and too conceited for me. Yeah. Uh, and that's definitely what... Uh, how I feel this, like listening back to I listened to a bit of The Burning Red as well because I was just kind of interested to see like how those catharsis because it's reminiscent of those albums how they all kind of relate it made me appreciate The Burning Red a lot I think more. Burning Red actually yeah, it's actually <laughs> Burning Red's probably better than catharsis maybe that's their plan they just yeah. like, even they got a couple of sheds full of it and then yeah. <laughs> like eventually eventually they'll do an album which Mate, we got go about back 10 to... Burning Reds back here yeah no they'll, they'll uh, make an album eventually where you'll go back to um Supercharger. Supercharger. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, no, exactly. Yeah. They tried it with this. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is this is the one that's the yeah makes you appreciate burning red. Yeah, so. definitely. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but I it definitely like it just with that album like especially with like yeah from this day and stuff like that like when he starts rapping all of a sudden like it just it does feel so so conceited and it just doesn't feel yeah very natural natural to me like you do get bands that make like a play for the mainstream. And it actually kind of suits them, or it feels natural. They actually yeah. pull it off like sevenfold. Have done yeah. it, right? Like, yeah. Um, well, maybe we should be more surprised by the consistency of style with the last, like I'd say, from Blackening onwards. Just three albums, fucking than, superb. Albums. Yeah. Rather yeah. than whereas <coughs> yeah, maybe yeah. maybe their default is normally to keep changing things up and yeah. doing different styles. That's really, true. if you think about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the first two albums are quite similar. Yeah, actually, like, that's a really yeah. good point. Um, that's yeah. a really good point. So All maybe, the others are very. Maybe different. we've just been taking it for granted. The they've yeah. done a style we like, and they happen to have kept it for yeah, yeah. that so long. Several years, yeah. I never thought of that. That's one. a really no. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm passing my doctorate over to you. Yeah. No, <laughs> framing me. Doctor Phil is going to make me feel bad. Yeah. Hope y'all like malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other thoughts on the gig or the album at all, guys? Uh, great gig. First gig me and Lewis have been to together, we think. Yeah, well, been to together. We were at, um, I think we've been at a few gigs yeah. before we knew each other. Yeah, almost definitely. Yeah, so we, I reckon it's not very likely that we would have had a pint at those gigs. Which is weird. Yeah. Because you didn't know each other. Oh, yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but it was really good. Lots lots of people we know were there as well. It was just... yeah. That was quite nice, actually. Like, just seeing loads of people it was like yeah, yeah. and also it's really weird because when I told people like oh what did you get to last night I, like, I went to see Machine Head people were like oh my fucking god Machine Head like, especially at the O2 as well I yeah I'm like know. okay maybe that's maybe like they are a bigger deal than I remember just because they've been around forever yeah you know that actually it's, it's crazy it's man. still a huge deal to I think see we're lucky band. to see them at a venue the size of the O2 as well Mm. Uh, yeah, because they, they did. Because they, they could easily do bigger. I mean, obviously, there's none yeah. really around here, but they could yeah. do bigger um, venues. Off the back of the blackening, I want to say they did an actual arena tour. Maybe wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me. They had they, they had like quite a big support. Like it might have been Bring Me before they completely broke. Oh uh, no, that sounds right. I want to say it was like Bring Me and Darkest Hour. They had supporting them. Um, They're real good buds with Darkest Hour, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they, they brought them on on the last tour. Yeah. I saw them on. They brought Darkest Hour. Yeah, was that Locust when we went? Yeah, it was Locust, yeah. yeah. That was, Cause I, I, that was uh, yeah. fucking top. Yeah. I chatted with uh, a couple of the guys from Darkstar afterwards and the main dude, Mike, was fucking hammered. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely wasted. Vocalist from Darkstar, we saw them, uh, came on stage on crutches. Yeah. Uh, and just stood motionless on these crutches. Uh, <laughs> and we, we asked him what happened. And he was like, honestly, man, don't ever go fucking drinking with Rob Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's incredible. Um, I, yeah, I can't... Oh, no, can't, his name's completely fucking escaped me. Sorry, Bird. But um, I was speaking to Mike afterwards, and he was abs- like, absolutely oh. fucking trash. Yes. He, and, yeah, he was yeah, great. Because I remember asking him, I was like, oh, I really like the new album. And he was like... Uh, he, he kind of just went... Hmm. He was really into it. Like, when they had this self title album, and he just looked at the drummer and went, Hey, this guy likes it. But I don't think they were mad keen on that self titled album, which I think is amazing. Because that, that, to me, fuck, oh, Jim, bringing this up, fantastic. That, uh, the Dark Star self titled album, yeah. is to me what this could have been, in that yeah. it was like a million times more commercial. Yeah. But it sounds it fucking sounds good. Amazing. Yeah. And they, 
they change their style in a way that sits what they do, with what they do. Yeah. But I don't. It sounds like it was written for way bigger venues. Like the first track on it. Yeah, Wasteland's incredible. Oh my yeah. God, that's made to be in a fucking stadium. Or yeah, that, that's that's your live show opener, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We talk about this all the time, but um, write music for the venues you're playing. Yeah. Maybe yeah, and that makes the machine head that kind of makes sense. Maybe if they're starting, they are, they are maybe looking to play bigger venues and yeah. break out. Like they've never. It feels through... more niche. What they've done feels more niche than yeah, right. their big thing. They, yeah. Because weirdly, yeah, 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 told, yeah. like they, I don't think they've ever like they're bigger in the UK and Europe than they are in America. Oh, really? I, yeah. Really? I don't, yeah. I honestly, do, I don't think they've ever quite broken out in America like you would think they have compared to here. For real? Yeah. Like over here, they they headline like. Bloodstock and stuff like that, you know, they're like, they, cool. okay. yeah. Whereas in America, I've always felt like it always seemed like they've never quite been as big. But I think it's because a lot of people know them from Burn My Eyes than going into like Burning Red Supercharger. And I think a lot of like maybe you know the elite will always look at them as like, oh, they're just a new metal band that are pretending to be an yeah, actual, maybe. you know, an actual metal band. When it's like, well, actually, like the ratio of albums <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, but, but I mean, their chart positions for the albums in the US compared to the UK. Yeah, like I want to say Blackening. A massive gap. Blackening really? went top 10 in the UK. Uh, got that it feels right. So look, yeah. Blackening got to number 16. Number 16 okay. was Number it. 54 in America. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. Wow. It's really interesting. Mind you, they, I think we've always loved them over here because like... Yeah. Burn My Eyes got to number 25 in the UK charts. That's really? fucking mental. Isn't that mental? Yeah, yeah. I think that might be the... I oh, know uh, Burning Red got to number 13. And... Fucking nuts, isn't it? Uh, the latest one got to number 12. That's absolutely insane. That's crazy. Well, but yeah, there's always I, been quite I, I, a consistency apart from... But actually, unless, unless, it's, unless it's like Metallica or ACDC or something like that, I don't... I just don't think of... Like, maybe Avenge, like Slipknot. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think of like metal bands going... Especially in the UK where like... Metal is like this weird thing where it's super fucking popular. Show every venue yeah. is gonna have metal shows to sell out. But like the UK, like more the mainstream press and stuff like that, always tries to keep it even by like you know rock standards, like really arm's length. What you need, Jim? What you need is an album about standing up to the man and fighting uh, what you believe. Yeah, uh, and, and getting blowjobs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and do I have the thing for you? Oh, nice. And um, also, Catharsis. Yeah. Uh, Kaleidoscope was really good. That's a good one. That was well, really yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, uh, that really stood out for me. Yeah, this is yeah, it's a weird one. It's, it's a weird one. Like, I mean, I think it's it, it's in years to come. Like, yeah, they'll probably bust out like one song off it. I well, reckon. They, the reaction but... to Bastards was fucking mad. Yeah, didn't yeah. it? It broke yeah. out. Everyone knew the words. I felt like a moron. Yeah, <laughs> it really caught me off guard. I, yeah. I felt like I was in the bizarro world. Yeah, it was like when we went to see Trivia, we started playing stuff off Vengeance Falls, aka the most middle of the road, yeah. average, weirdly not very well produced. Maybe, maybe, hey, maybe Bristol's got real, like, yeah. kind of average yeah. taste. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not as cool as we think we are in Bristol. Yeah, which is now being like. Yeah. And then they, they start playing stuff off that. Fly on the wall is the best one. Everyone's going. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's some stuff at the back end of Reload, which. Uh... <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like Ronnie, uh... maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Ronnie, actually, slight tangent. Today is the eighth anniversary of Ronnie James Dio's death. Fucking hell! Yeah, 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 nuts. So four holograms still out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he escaped. <laughs> <laughs> he managed to go into the internet, <laughs> wandering website to website. Like, like the fucking electric gremlin in Gremlins Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just see glimpses of him doing the horns with the back. And Gene Simmons trying to sue him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that Any, anything connected to the internet or IJ's Dio may just pop up at some point and just throw yeah. the horns at you and disappear. <laughs> like, kind of like in uh, Fight Club, where you get like the little <laughs> shots of Brad Mirrors of Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that Ronnie James Dio? Yeah. Of course not, yeah. You suddenly get an urge to listen to like Dio and you don't know why. Well, you, just see, you just see his like. Uh, his... Oh, fuck. What was that? Fucking oh, is it alright? Uh, Yes, it is. Oh, Yay. Woo. You can thank Ronnie James Deere for that. <laughs> I bet you're connected to Wi-Fi, aren't you? I am, yeah. 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 I don't yeah. want to say coincidence, but, you know. Yeah. That's, that's made of electrics, is that? Exactly, yeah. Walking Precisely. along the internet beach, but there were <laughs> only one set of footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> because Ronnie James Deere carried you. <laughs> oh, man. 
but yeah, rest in power. I wish you were still there. Yeah, I, I really wish I'd seen uh, Dio live. Like, mm-hmm. I wish, I wish more than anything actually. But it would see the heaven and hell. See the heaven and hell yeah. Sabbath tour. Yeah, I know. Because yeah, I love, that I love that a album. Yeah. yeah, and also TV Crimes is now like TV Crimes. <laughs> you, you fucking love that song. It's now, now made its way onto one of my Spotify daily mixes. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's in like the more classic rock one, uh, and it gets played every single time. Never gets skipped. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you say that, but you've. You've given my uh, my Spotify daily mix real fucking boost of herpes with uh, kisses, Mister yep. Blackwell. Yeah, every I, fucking I, I, time. Also, it's the only I've even clicked. Don't play this album ever again. Or play this song. Still going to play well. in there? Cause, yeah, because it basically picks it's a like different. Spotify goes. You don't it, mean that. It p- picks a different song off of that album every day, and then I have to tell Spotify never to play it again. <laughs> <laughs> On that, I can't even remember what we're fucking talking about, but mm. on that note, um, we do now have Instagram. We do, yeah. So we are at, yeah. uh, it's the at symbol. You'll you find know. it on all you know keyboards. You've seen it on your internet. Uh, yeah, Which Matt. Short for at. Ugh. Slowly, yeah, it's we not rock. Your, it's not your uncle's at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slowly rock. So uh, message us on Instagram, um, slide in our DMs. Um, if you want us to talk about anything, you want to keep up with what we're doing as well, uh, want to spread the word get involved same with Twitter as well slowly we rock at Twitter yeah yep. um, and I guess are we going to get a Facebook page yeah well yeah I guess we get a Facebook page yeah. I hate yeah. Facebook but yes but there, yeah. there will be there will be one we'll, yeah, we'll, we've we'll got to share platforms. minion posts about yeah. <laughs> got, so I mess with my grandbabies <laughs> with, with a minion of dressed like Ezio from Assassin's Creed yeah or maybe like St. George or something but Also, who's making these custom minion pictures <laughs> Ronnie James Dio. That's what that's that's what the Dio Electric Gremlin is doing. I feel like Dio died and then a day later they announced Despicable Me One. (laughs) He knew he had to get out first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Despicable D. Um, So also we we're gonna set up a crowdfunding page because Lewis Lewis kind of got a pitch for you guys actually. I think there's something which Lewis needs in his life and cannot afford it. So, now, here's your platform, man. Here we go. Uh, fuck. All right. Well, I didn't, I didn't know this was happening. Yeah, uh, so, there's, um, there's like a, a little band that I've been supporting um, <laughs> for a while now. Um, you might have heard of them. They're called Guns N' Roses. And they've just brought out this fucking mega box of, like, treats. It's fucking obscene is what it is. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like tattoo sleeves are my favourite bit. It comes with tattoo sleeves. Of, like, each of the band's tattoos. Does that sleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absurd. That's insane. So, the whole thing is, because my problem with these box sets is, normally, it, it says, like... It's just full of guff. Demos of Paradise City or whatever, which you'll listen to once and go, oh, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like, but, then, but then I'll own it forever. But you'll own it forever. Yeah, so, for those unaware, because I thought that was, like, maybe the biggest prick tease ever, because... Oh, they had like fuck that. Yeah, I was furious. So, uh, yeah. so Guns Roads celebrate the 30th anniversary. Yeah, 30th anniversary of um, no 31st actually. Came out 1987. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So. But then if you swap it, it's a 13. It's cool, man. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's some book cherry thinking right there. Yeah, yeah I like it. Um, <laughs> so they um, they basically teased uh, like in London on like billboards around the world stuff like that these like signs where each day it would show like it was like the album cover appetite for destruction and it would show a different head you know yeah. everyone, everyone's familiar with the album cover it's iconic but it's uh, the skeleton heads of every band member and so they'd be showing a different head would appear and it would basically make the cover art each day for like a week or whatever um, and a lot of people thought okay they're going to get like uh, they're going to get Izzy Stradlin back they're going to get um, what's the drummer Adler Stephen Adler, Stephen Adler. Back. yeah yeah they're going to get the actual full-on Appetite lineup back together, tour, whatever. And then they just actually announced that if you remortgage your house, you may be able to get this obscene fucking <laughs> yeah. box set for the 30th anniversary. It does come with five skull rings, though. That's pretty cool. So, it's really cool. Inspired by <laughs> Twisted Sisters, Twisted well, Christmas. Well, actually <laughs> four CDs, one Blu-ray, seven 12-inch and LPs. And a tattoo of Ozzy. Seven 7-inch <laughs> singles. Uh, a hardbound book, a variety of collectibles, um, including five skull face rings, a replica of the band stage banner from the early club days, several posters, replicas of old flyers and ticket stubs. That's cool. Uh, and two temporary tattoo sheets featuring life-size rec- recreations of the band members' actual ink. 
Uh, the That's entire really collection cool. will be housed in a solid wood box wrapped in faux leather. For that money, you won't realize. I'd want, you? yeah, I'd want like uh, and spice. to a 3D cross on its doors. There's other versions of it as well, which don't have quite as much stuff with yeah, them. Yeah, fuck that shit. And uh, how how much does it cost? I'd want Dizzy uh, Reed this skin is on for Rolling that price. Stone.com, so it doesn't actually say. So it's like nine hundred pounds. Nine hundred pounds. Yeah, is it really? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I there's a website here. There's a news article from Vice. It just says. Are you enough of a rich asshole to buy this $999 Guns N' Roses box set? <laughs> the answer is, yes, he's an asshole. Yeah. No, he's not that rich. <laughs> the Locked and Loaded collection includes skull rings, temporary tattoos, 49 previously unreleased songs. Uh, the shame you will feel upon purchase comes at no extra cost. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think uh, Noisy uh, are very happy about this box set by the sounds of it. Well, it's because they don't make any money. That's right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the pawsy as well. So this, is the wor- this is the worst thing as well. Uh, I feel like I could I mean I could afford this you could buy I work yeah. a full time job that's yes. fine yeah um, it's the justification that I have from with Such, I spent not yeah. far off this on a Lego Millennium Falcon <laughs> not that long ago <laughs> and I think my girlfriend still hates me how have you <laughs> considered because you, right now you're in a situation where you have more Star Wars merch than you know what to do with no I know what to do with it Jim but keep it uh, in the attic. Uh, just, but, you, but you also have less Guns N' Roses box sets <laughs> than you want. Maybe you could meet in the middle. I don't understand what you're talking about. I think the problem with that yeah. £900 box set of... Because you're Millennium Falcon. Uh, it's beautiful. When you, if, you, if you do build it, uh, yep. then you would definitely get... <laughs> I think you would the, the sheer size of it, you'd get your money's worth out of uh, building and creating it. Whereas I think with that £900 box set... Well, I wouldn't buy that anyway. It's just no, I couldn't I, bring myself to it. But also, you just wouldn't get nine hundred pounds worth. Of, I can't imagine no that much enjoyment out of it. No, I think I think that's somebody. a really good point. Is that you? You're not actually getting anywhere near what you're paying. Yeah, the you're not going to look at ticket stubs every day. Mm. You know, it's but it's like printed. It's like oh, this thing. I it's have. not you know yeah. original ticket stubs something yeah. like that. At least with the Gene Simmons one, um, which I'll I'll get my mate um, Howell. Uh, he interviewed. Gene Simmons. Nice. Um, about his vault. Okay. And for like X price, he fucking delivered it to you and you yeah. played music together. And do you know what I mean? Okay, Whereas, at least you're getting the experience. You're getting yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's, it's, which is great. And if you're a massive Kiss fan, you got the money, fucking go for it. I, I feel like you don't have to spend much money for Slash to turn up and start playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I don't know, man. Like for... For that price, the vinyls are cool. The book, I really want the book. That's the thing that's... Yeah. That's how they get you with these things, though. But I love yeah. something in it that you want. Yeah, they'd be meant to not sell it separately. But I think, what ultimately, I think what everyone really wants is just a cool-looking Appetite for Destruction box in their... <laughs> that's that's <laughs> well, what yeah. you want, like... That's f- what I f- want. Fuck the contents, just g- give me the box. But I don't know where that money is coming... Like, what, what the costs are covering... Oh, to produce nothing. that much yeah, money? Yeah, nothing, nothing. Well, most of it, like you say... Skull rings, maybe. <clears throat> well, n- <clears throat> but even nah. then, it's going to be pewter or... It's not going to... They won't be silver. No, exactly. But you can go... So, the Great Frog in London, uh, the best fucking jewellery shop on the planet. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's where all my rings shit are from. Mm. So they make all their stuff for Slash. Nice. And all those guys. Slash is like skull pendant. Yeah. They make it of him, but you can go in and buy exactly the same fucking one for... So I think it's what, like... Maybe... I think that was about 400. Yeah. But that silver is made by the people that made slashes. You're getting as good as it's it is. It's bespoke jewelry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a real fucking it's, piece it's, of metal that will be worth it's something. It's as close as you can get without just punching him in the face and mm. stealing it. Yeah. So shit like that. Yeah, great. That makes sense. But I don't know, man. Like ticket replicas. What the fuck are you... Oh, cool. Here's loads of bits of paper that cost you <laughs> £900. I mean, it's something you would show us when we, if we came around. We'd yeah. Have and we'd it. go, oh, cool. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, ooh, here's what you do. Yeah. So museum. Exactly. You make your own little GNR museum, and people can With come a weird Star Wars ring in it as well. Yeah, <laughs> and they can just, they can just admire the the box set. Yeah. And all the vinyls and stuff like that. Yeah. You turn it into a museum. They're not they're not okay. selling you a like collectible. They're, they're selling giving you a business. business idea. Yeah. And you in turn can give people the experience. Fuck. Teach yeah. a man to fish. Precisely. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What's more, if you dyed your hair ginger and then put it into dreadlocks, you could maybe claim to be Axel Rose, but <laughs> you'd settle down for a life of touring. I and mean, that's kind of my long game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. If it, also, if, if anyone is crazy <laughs> enough and listening and is uh, crazy, rich, crazy, um, yeah. 
if you're a crazy bitch, <laughs> oh. then... How uh, the fuck? We came here to do a machine head podcast. We spoke so much How the fuck Cherry. is Buck Cherry yeah. just kind of tapped this vein? Which did I feel like watch... they would love that analogy. Did we accidentally <laughs> watch Buck Cherry for two and a half hours? Now I think about it. Machine <laughs> haven't been to Bristol in years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, machine Head broke up after Supercharged. We got dropped <laughs> yeah. from the record list. We've been on basalt listening to Buck Cherry yeah, for the last five one, years. One like collective fever dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just complete denial. Where Buck Cherry are the biggest band on the planet. Oh, those guys from CEX? They died years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, do you remember last year's Glastonbury? It was head, uh, lined by like Ed Sheeran, Radiohead, and Book Cherry. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Book Cherry at Glastonbury. Even though they have diverse music lineups with Glastonbury, <laughs> even they must have their limits. Yeah. Yeah, they're willing to part with. I think, I think Michael Evers would have cancelled the festival altogether. Yeah, headline <laughs> in the world music stage is uh, Book Cherry. Book yeah. uh, Cherry are going to come on in the middle of a day with Tom Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that would be super. I, 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 yeah, Buck Cherry Millennium. I think I think if the singer from Buck Cherry went on the voice and sang a Buck Cherry song, no one would turn around. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You'd get like stage crew running across the stage to like bolt the chairs down. As he's there, just kind of flaring his pubes to the audience oh, or something. God, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But he he's like a knockoff Scott Wayland. Who yeah, was a knockoff in his own right. Yeah. At least we don't have to talk about them anymore. This is it this now. Is true. Yeah. <laughs> We've literally talked about everything I know about them, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, the episode of this podcast might just be Fuck Buck Cherry and we went to see Machine Head. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck Cherry. Um, actually, another Guns N' Roses tangent. Uh, what do you think and how open are you to the possibility of uh, Axl Rose singing on a new ACDC album? Because the general consensus it's, seems to be that's going to happen. So, really? Um, yeah. It is happening. Huh, it's, yeah, it's all, it's you, all in progress. You, huh? Obviously, when... Um, I thought he just calling it a day. Nah. That would be the thing that would make most sense when you've lost, most like, of the your... Yeah, yeah, you've lost was, your it's, singer. It's Angus. Ang- yeah, and Angus. It's just Angus now. Like, honestly, I oh. think as soon as Malcolm was gone, yeah. they should have just called it. It's his fucking brother. He's the guy that writes all the songs with. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's AC... If it's not the Young Brothers... It's not ACDC. They exactly. had a constant throughout the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they carried on. Brian Johnson couldn't do it. Like, I, I respected when they got Axel in because that's like the, the show must go on. People and have been waiting to see it and that, that's also feels, like an, event. feels had, like an event. You yeah. had, so you've got this real old school tangent as well that don't like Axel. Like, no, it's fucking shit. It's fucking shit. It's Axel. He's wank shit. Axel's an incredible vocalist. Yeah. He, he sang so fucking well. It's a really smart choice for... Um, Would never have thought of place. Yeah, you could do Brian Johnson and um, he sounded he sounded Bond fantastic. Style. Yeah, I need, I need to check out some of the videos of him performing live but actually with them. Let it die. Yeah, it I feels so it well. feels well, more and more like did it as well. Yeah, I wouldn't like, have thought he would. Well, maybe well, he probably mm. just loves ACDC. Maybe yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it's I mean, really yeah, interesting from, from like his perspective. If he's got the opportunity, to, it's like, hey, do you want to record an album with ACDC? Yeah, he'd be fucking nuts to say no. And I guess. It's for the for the first time in thirty years he's the passenger on that journey. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Actually, he's not kind of you know yeah. putting all those strings. He, he's, he's, he's clearly had he's not the conductor of a night train growth, yeah. hasn't he, over the last couple of decades? Both, I guess. Yeah, the waistline and as a human. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, because obviously I think he had a reputation for not being particularly professional. Do you reckon? Uh, I've heard rumours, <laughs> but obviously, to a the Guns N' Roses tours all have gone. Amazing, swimmingly. Yeah. But also for him to then step up to another band. Yeah. And replace the singer. And but I just think call, call it now. I think he's. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I, 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 think, I, think, I think he's, pl- he's planning to buy a South American nation. Like he's making as much <laughs> yeah. money as he can on his way as an That really surprises me. But doing another. Yeah. He's going to go down to South America and he's actually going to form a country which he calls Paradise City. Because I mean, I never got to see him live. Oh my god! Do you want? What's the Guns N' Roses country called? Okay, the capital's Paradise City. Yeah. Oh, this, okay, so this, this is, might this be is a podcast. Yeah, train, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, no trains run during the day. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So anyway, yeah. we saw Machine Head yeah, it and was, it was amazing. It was great. Fuck um, Buck Cherry. If you get a chance, go see Machine Head. <laughs> Fuck Buck Cherry. We don't like catharsis. You may do. Cool. Listen whatever. to it. And Listen also, it. can I... Can I just kind of have uh, like an end note on that album, actually? Yeah. <laughs> the great thing about it, and that we should all be appreciative of, uh, appreciative of, is that Machine Head, 
are still putting out music. Yeah. It's doing well. Yeah. It's giving them a whole bunch of fucking money. Yeah. And it's giving them an excuse to get over here and tour. Yeah. And play us the songs that we want to see. Yeah. And thank fuck for that. Yeah, it's incredible. If, right? if they put out albums that I hate for the next 10 years, we've still got some of the greatest yeah. fucking heavy metal ba- uh, albums ever. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll still get to see them. So. Exactly. Every cloud. So, Rob, there's, we've... Uh, there you go. We've Rob, that turd again for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cathartis. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, guys, check us out on sorry, Instagram. Uh, check us out, yeah, sorry, Rob. Sorry, mate. Um, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, we'll probably get a Facebook page going at some point. Um, get in touch with us if there's anything you want to hear us talk about, any bands you want us to cover, any albums you want us to cover, uh, anything you want to plug as well. Uh, get in touch with us, spread the word, we'll spread the word as well. Yep. If you if you know, if you can find some real sacks of shit albums, then yeah. please do tell. Because yeah. we are all ears. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've, I've got a few ideas. Like, I've, I've, yeah. I, I think we've already got one ep- an episode planned with... Uh, <laughs> Axel Rose's South American dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. Also, one last thing as well. Um, a good album. Um, Ishan of Emperor Fame. His new album came out the other week. Strongly recommend it. Well, I still need and to listen. Again, to it. ends on a positive note. That is genuinely a great album which has come out this year. What's it called? Nice. I can't remember. <laughs> it's something that looks a bit Norwegian. Hang on, I'll get it for you now. Narrows it down. Yeah. Let me. Uh... Uh, it's called All Night Long, <laughs> uh, and it's got. Songs including It's a Party, Oh My Lord, <laughs> Recovery, I Want You, Liberty, Bliss, Dead. Yeah, that sounds like a... That sounds about right, yeah. yeah. That, that sounds like a, a Norwegian you'd think black he'd, metal You'd think he'd album. branch out from Emperor a bit, but... It's exactly. weird that he's yeah. the Buck Cherry cover album. <laughs> 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 I would love to cool. hear that. Right, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Catch you guys later. Thank you guys Thanks so for much. Listening. Justin, keep sharing, keep spreading the love. Machine fucking head, machine fucking head, machine fucking head, machine fucking head, machine fucking head,